Welcome back to the True Transformation Podcast. It is your host, Josiah Novak, owner of the truetransformation.com, creator of the Novak Method, empowering men to get lean, stay lean, and ultimately use fitness to improve every area of their life. Today, I have a very special guest, but before I introduce him, I just want to send a quick shout out to you and your family. Wherever you and your loved ones are, I hope that you and your family are safe and that you are staying faithful in this time of crisis. We are in historical times, whether we want to face it or not. Uh, This is a crazy time. Uh, We're not sure what to believe. We're not sure who to trust. And uh, ultimately, I believe that we will come out of this stronger, more prepared, and less reliant on government uh, when this thing is all done. For the time being, we need to be safe and we need to be smart uh, and we need to take care of our health. Um, if you are not currently taking care of your health and well-being, um, I would strongly encourage you to get started. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to do anything extreme, um, but start moving your body. Start tracking your macronutrients and start getting in the right headspace. Start getting your mental game where it needs to be. That summarizes true transformation and the Novak method. Uh, That's what we talk about every day. And I know that all areas of our lives can be improved if we grasp onto the power of health and fitness. Get lean, stay lean, be in shape, uh, and ultimately lead the people that we care about. Today's guest is someone I regard as one of the top experts in hormones and health. Um, In fact, he has called a lot of remedies uh, around this virus well before the media and doctors started promoting things. He's been ahead of the game. He told me months ago um, that there could be a serious thing coming. I kind of brushed it off, but he was right. And uh, his name is Jay Campbell. And he has been widely regarded as the leading expert in testosterone and testosterone replacement therapy for many years. Um, Some big, big names in health and fitness uh, utilize his research, his books, Uh, when they talk about testosterone, they talk about hormones. Um, But Jay has transitioned into a more well, widely diverse um, and well-rounded coaching program. Um, He is now focused on optimizing your life, um, not just testosterone. He wants to make every part of your life fully optimized. So I want to welcome him to the podcast. Um, We instantly became great friends. Um, Jay has a a clear perspective on the world. Uh, He loves showing up and helping others. And he lives a life of service, which I think we all can do more of. So without further ado, I want to introduce one of the top health and fitness experts on the planet, someone you should listen to when it comes to your health, when it comes to your wellness, and when it comes to your mental health as well. Jay Campbell, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the True Transformation Podcast with your host, me, Josiah Novak. Welcome to the podcast. Here's my daddy, Josiah Novak. Jay, welcome to the show, man. I've, uh, I say this, actually, I can say this now because we're cool now, um, but I've been stalking you <laughs> probably for about two years, I would say. Nice. At least. Yeah. I think I, uh, I've been a, well, no, I've been a fan of your work, um, but I've also been a student of your work uh, because you put out a lot of things that I would say most people are afraid to talk about, but you're an expert in them. So it's, it's not like you're just throwing shit against the wall. You, you know what you're talking about, uh, but welcome to the show, man. Josiah, man, it's an honor and privilege, and I'm humbled to be here. And um, as you know, you and I just did a podcast for my 
uh, podcast, which was phenomenal. I mean, I, I, you know, we're, we're very energetically connected. So man, I, I'm, I'm blessed to be here, man. I'm really excited about talking. Dude, I'm, I'm pumped too. I, I'm really glad we got a chance to talk on your show first, just because now we're cool as shit. <laughs> we're brothers. <laughs> so much better. We're yeah. brothers. Um, but I, I'm curious, you know, I want to start with, I've known you for, like I said, a couple of years and in my mind, you've always been the TRT guy, right? Yeah. You've always been sure. the testosterone, how to, you know, optimize your, your hormones. And I loved it. Like, you know, your, your book guaranteed shredded was, was super insightful. Uh, so I've been a fan of the fitness side of your work, but I've noticed a shift. And actually I can't remember exactly when it was, but I was scrolling through Twitter and I read a post from you and I was like, wait a second. You're like, what the hell happened? I was like, Jay, are you okay? (laughs) But then I was like, like, an alien took that dude. I was like, man, that TRT is amazing, isn't it? But anyway, so I love it though, because honestly, it's been a big part of my spiritual journey over the past, I would say year or so where I've connected with people who vibrate at a very high level, who have kind of clued me into energy and the thoughts that we put out into the world and mm-hmm. the, the things we manifest and how it is real and it's incredible. But I want to talk about why you've, why you've decided to shift your brand in that direction. What kind of transpired behind the scenes? So first off, let me just say, man, it's such an honor when I get a chance to talk to people who use the word vibration, right? In just a, in a podcast or in just in your messaging. And, and obviously the podcast that you and I did, like I, as you know, people will find out when they watch it, um, and I know this one will be just as good because we're so connected energetically. Um, you said so many things that just shut me down from a standpoint of like, this guy gets it and you get it. And you're, you know, literally f- almost 15 years younger than me, but we're on the exact same parallel path. And obviously people on this podcast don't know what you and I just experienced, but it's absolutely amazing. So that question really is, it started about two years ago. I started to recognize that I was feeling different. Again, I do a lot of what I call inner work, mindfulness training, you know, contemplation, meditation. Uh, you know, I have invocations in my calendar that pop up and I just take a step back and, you know, I close my eyes, put my hand on my heart and I say it to myself, you know, over and over and over every day, it becomes repetitive. Um, but I started to feel that I was so much more than just the guy that, you know, got messages from people, as you know, all over the world said, Hey bro, can you look at my labs? You know, my estrogen is out and blah, blah, blah. You know, so I, I, I started to recognize that although I was grateful for having so many people reach out to me to ask me for help on the optimizing the hormones. And obviously now I'm considered like probably in the world's probably number one, really the Absolutely. world's number one expert that's non-medical. And I put myself up against pretty much any doctor himself and and some of the best doctors in the world are my close personal friends. And they probably would agree. But I just realized, Josiah, that like I was more than that guy. And in order to be more than that guy, I had to act. Right. And so I went to uh, Peru this past summer and I was there with my sales director from my real estate team and his wife and, of course, my wife. And dude, it was the most profound experience of my life. I mean, I spent 13 days in the sacred Valley of Peru. You know, I went to all the um, sacred places and temples and monothe, you know, all everything, all the amazing stone architecture and all that stuff. And I just, I felt the energy dude. And it literally, it opened me up to a point where as I got on the plane, when we left and again, my entire trip there was just, I saw so many things and felt so many ways, but um, I got on the plane. I looked over to my wife and I said, I'm literally, when I get home, the plan begins that the TRT guy, the Jay Campbell TOT revolution, which by the way, has made a huge impact in the world is, oh, yeah. is, is going away. And 
I don't know what it's going to be. I'm going to be like, you know, spiritual biohacker. Or I think my first mindset word was spiritual warrior, but that's where I was going to go. And that, 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 you know, that I knew that that was my calling. And, you know, here we are, you know, almost eight and a half months later and my team and, and people are behind me. I have a big social media agency in Scottsdale, Sam, shout outs to them. They're doing an amazing job architecting all this stuff. Uh, but yeah, they, I transitioned from TOT revolution to, what will be jccampbell.com. Somebody is squatting on Jay Campbell. But the reality is, is like it, in, in doing it, it's just been this like buildup of like, okay, this is where the energy is calling me. And, you know, just like what you said, dude, I mean, again, you humbled me. I, I felt so privileged to listen to you talk, but like, I'm the same way, bro. Like I wake up every day and my life is about service hmm. and I am here to serve. And, you know, my, what I say every morning when I wake up is like my mission and purpose is to optimize. It used to be, human health. And now it's like optimize humans. And how can I do that? How can I serve as many people as possible? And, you know, we talked about on our podcast, it's like, this is my key. My, my whole key now is about consciousness, raising consciousness, because as you know, and you know, this now yourself, there's nothing more important. Mm. We're, we're not going to make it as a species unless we get the vibe, you know, and again, I always use the Hawkins scale. I wish I came up with this, but you know, he talks about the numbers and 500 is where we're between, you know, 400 and 500 is reason and love, right? So it's like when you're logical and working with love and like you said, peaceful, kind, concerns, caring, serving, that's when you're at a level where all the nonsense can drop, the mm -hmm. fighting, the, you know, screwing people over a dollar, the ego, you know, all of that stuff can just drop. And so that's my mission now, brother. And again, I'm so much like you. We're walking so much of the same path. It's all about service and how can I serve more people? And then, you know, also as the TOT guy, I'm pigeonholed. Mm. And now I'm not, right? Like now, and you, you know this yourself, right? Like I know a lot. I've studied a lot. I have done the work, man. I have read over 800 books in the last 10 years and taken, you know, detailed rich notes on everything, not just hormones, you know, mm. nutrition and obviously quantum physics and all of these things. And so it's like, I want to position that information or that Intel to as wide an audience as possible. And I think that, and I don't think I know that, you know, this architecting, this is going to allow that to happen. Oh, dude, I love it. And we talked about too, on your show, how our journeys, even time-wise has been incredibly similar. The past nine years, we've both been on this trajectory of hitting rock bottom, being this close to saying I'm done. I'm, I'm taking opting out. Yeah. I'm opting out. I'm see you later. Right. Which would have been absolutely tragic. I mean, it's unbelievable. The things we, the people we wouldn't have impacted, but I know my audience may have not heard, heard of you before. So I want you to kind of walk through where that started, sure. what took place. And then I do want to talk about what it means to live a fully optimized life. Cause I think that's a huge deal. Yeah, for sure. And by the way, I just want you to know this. So I walked out, our, dude, our podcast so profoundly moved me. I walked out of my office. So this is my studio and we have a, um, my wife and I own a residential real estate company here in SoCal. And so the front of our, you know, we have like a big, um, a meeting room with a big oaken table and all that. And she's out there with a couple of our agents. Like they're doing a manifesting class. My wife is a, goof, is a super woo woo person too. And I walked out there and I just told her about you. And I told her about like how I felt when you told me about your your dad and the abuse and all that stuff. And like how I was so connected to your heart. And I said, man, I'm going to do stuff with this dude. Like, mm. I, and I, and I also told her, I said, I said, I 
100% certain that we were brothers in a past life, or I might've been his dad, or he was my dad or something, but I was so energetically connected to him. So she was like, wow, that's awesome, man. So to answer your question, my story, um, I was, you know, similar to you, nine kids, uh, oldest of nine, very hardcore Catholic. Both my parents did not have love. They were not loved either as children. So, you know, they carried on that transgenerational trauma and un un unintegrated trauma and they kept it on to their kids. And my mom and dad were, by the most part, good people. They taught us the value of like hard work and going to college and getting a good job and all that stuff. But they never taught love because they didn't have love themselves, right? So they, as you and I were connecting, you know, talking about there's giving and receiving love. They didn't do that and they didn't give it to us. And I don't, forgiven them, I've held over that. But anyway, since, you know, getting out of college and I played basketball, by the way, in college and I had a small cup of coffee uh, in Austria, but didn't play very long. But um, since then, I just became like a sales guy. At 29, I was living in Southern California. I also had a cup of coffee as an actor, uh, as a model and all that BS. You know, a typical Midwestern kid comes out to California yeah. to make it big. Sure. Um, and anyway, I did some movies and stuff like that, but it's not worth talking about. But uh, at 29, I was still playing in competitive men's upper, uh, basketball leagues. And I got kicked in the nuts and, you know, went down, whatever. And then six to eight weeks later, I started feeling massively run down. So I went to the doctor and I had no clue, but um, I went to the doctor and he pushed me to a endocrinologist who happened to be, it was just, again, at that time, that was when we actually had benefits in America. Mm. And so I went to an <laughs> right. endocrinologist, right? You remember those days, right? I went oh, to an yeah. endocrinologist. I mean, nobody has benefits now, but I went to an endocrinologist and happened to be a Harvard educated guy. And he's like, look, I'm going to run some tests on you. I think you have low testosterone, you know, cause I told him what had happened, found out it was true you know, I had like a geriatric level of testosterone. So he's like, look, you know, I can put you on therapeutic testosterone um, and I can get you right as rain and then we'll take you off and all that. And I was like, well, you know, he's like, go home and talk to your wife, you know, make sure you're okay with it um, and we can do it. And so I did. And my wife at that time who's long gone now, but uh, she was like, well, you're a smart guy. And, you know, she's like, if you think it's right, let's try it. You know, so I said, I did. And dude, honestly, Josiah, like 10 weeks later, man, I felt absolutely fucking insanely amazing. Like, I mean, I was always a high vibration, high energy dude. But this was just another level. And so when he attempted to take me off, he was like, okay, well, you know, we can just put you on a risk restoration protocol now and remove you. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, I'm not. <laughs> hey, buddy. This. Yeah. Not a chance. So then I became, back. you know, and that was honestly when I was 31 mm -hmm. um, or maybe not even 31 close. I started literally testosterone um, about two weeks from before turning 30. And I would say that I worked with that doctor. His name was Dr. Raymond Scruggs. I worked with that guy for about two, two and a half years. And then, you know, he moved further south where I was in SoCal. And, you know, I moved around with different doctors. But anyway, to fast forward a long story, um, I became a studious person of it. And at the time, you know, back, and this is literally in the early 2000s, there was nothing, dude. You know, there was Nelson Virgil's book, Built to Survive, which was his story of HIV and surviving using all these different anabolics plus testosterone just to stay alive. But there was nothing out there written about using therapeutic testosterone. So it's like I had to research like PubMed and Medline, Russian stuff that was Bulgarian stuff, you know, that was being translated. And again, obviously this is an infancy of the internet. Sure. Um, we didn't even barely have broadband. So anyway, I became really, really studious. Uh, fast forward till I was close to 40. Um, and I've been on therapeutic testosterone for obviously close to 10 years. You know, people were like, dude, you got to write a book. And, you know, one of my good friends is Mike Cernovich, personal, way before he became big on the internet and all that stuff. And he was like, dude, you got to write a book. And so then him and I started talking about it. And, you know, again, to make a very long story short, um, I sent a white paper 
um, to Rick Collins, who's you know the famous um, attorney that handles like the WWF and Major League yeah. Baseball and all that stuff. And I said, look, dude, I said, you're the guy. If a non-licensed medical person was to write a book on therapeutic testosterone, what kind of you know, liabilities could I face or scrutiny? And he was very honest with me. And by the way, he's now a very close personal friend. I love Rick. Oh, it's awesome. Um, but he, I was a nobody. He reached out to me. He was like, hey, man. He's like, I read your white paper. It's really good. But he's like, you can, I can't guarantee it. He's like, it takes one senator to get a bug up their ass about you. Mm. And you may be spending a couple hundred grand, you know, to keep me, to keep you away from being in trouble. So anyway, I was like, whoa, I shut it down because my wife and I had a successful residential real estate company at the time. Literally, I had rebuilt myself from the ashes from what, I, what had happened to me, which is a whole other story for another day. But uh, I also sent the white paper to Nelson Virgil, and he was in his native country of Venezuela at the time. And so he didn't get back to me for like two or three months. But one day in the middle of the night, I swear, he sent me an email. Um, and it was like, I don't know who you are, but we need to talk. I read your thing, blah, blah, blah. So we talked on the phone and I was like, you know, I told him what Rick said. And he's like, I don't care what Rick says. He's like, I work on panels with the FDA and the DEA and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, this book has to get in the hands of men. Right. And so that was back in 2014. And, um, and so anyway, as I always say, stepping on the shoulders of giants, he mentored me. He helped me. We rewrote the book. Mike and I at one time were involved in possibly putting out the book together. He was just starting to blow up a little bit and he maybe wanted to have his hand in it, but then he realized that it was probably not the right thing for him. Again, it was, this mm. is back in 2014. Um, so then him and I broke up and, uh, and then eventually the book came out, bro, in like November of 2015. And the rest is history, right? Like it blew up. A lot of people read it. The medical community read it. They were like, holy shit, this is unbelievable. No one's ever done this kind of a deep dive. And then subsequently I met all the doctors that now I'm connected with and have made friends with. And, you know, I've just been in that kind of medical side of things for a long time. And as you said, it's, you know, allowed me to write four other books and all of the books are, it's funny, right? Cause like we're talking about like my evolution, but really the books were the evolution because my last mm -hmm. book was this, and this is really what I'm doing now. It's, you know, again, what yeah. we're talking about, but living a fully optimized life. And a lot of that um, it's compartmentalized in spirituality and quantum physics and, you know, the importance of like what really is happening on planet earth. I call it the earth realm. Sure. So it's like, it, it, you know, it, it all kind of just transpired in a whirlwind in like the last five years. But obviously I've been blessed um, to gain, you know, brand recognition and, you know, people, people know me, bro, you know, <laughs> because of my books. Right. I mean, sure. you know, they, they're, they're very highly rated on Amazon and stuff like that. And then because I became this quote unquote expert on testosterone, you know, I just get messages from people all over the world all the time. Um, but as you know, we, we kind of already talked about, it just kind of got monotonous and it got to the point where it's like, I, there's so much more I want to give to the world. So again, that's why we're doing this. Yeah. Cause I mean, testosterone obviously is just one part of the equation, yeah. right? I mean, exactly. Exactly. Even, it's a small part, small of part. Yeah. I want to know though, starting from, cause there's, there's a couple routes we could go down here, but I know we're at the beginning of a year, right? So it's yep. always that time where people say, all right, I'm getting back on the horse, right? I'm, I'm going to, this is it, man. You know, I destroyed myself over the holidays. <laughs> right. And not to mention we're starting a new decade. So that makes it even more Huge, powerful. Right? 2020. Yeah. It's, it's, I, this is the chance, right? And I, and I love it in, in a lot of ways, right? Because at the, at the end of the day, we've all been down in our, in our, our last dollar, our last Absolutely, chance, yeah. right? So it's like, Hey man, there's nothing wrong with setting a target and let's get, let's get back on the horse but I want to talk about living an optimized life. And I want to talk about what that means specifically in your, in your mind. What is, where, where can people start to craft this optimal life and lifestyle? 
So what you and I talked about on your podcast is this the beginning, right? It's like a will and a desire to change, right? And as you and I both know, most people today, average people, not like people like you and I, but just people that are like, I want to feel better. I want to look better. You know, I don't want to like continually eat shitty food. I want to stop, cut back on my alcohol or whatever. Mm. Um, that's the, the, most of those people, you know, if they don't have someone like you or me as a resource, what do they have? They have their doctor, Josiah. And right. And the average doctor literally knows nothing about crazy. They know nothing about any of the things that we talk about. Right. And again, and I wrote about this in my article that came out today for, on Metformin. It's a whole section. How do they condition doctors to tell people that metformin is bad? Well, it starts at round one, right? As you know, the, the mind control, if you want to shape a, a person, a person's opinion, you, you change their mind at an early age. And so that's what they do in big pharma does that to uh, in med school in you know, like basically phase one where they condition them to become pill servants, not holistic understanding and awareness of nutrition fitness lifestyle they teach them that every disease state or ideology or pathology has uh, uh, an origin and this is the medications that you do to treat so there's never any actual address of the root cause it's just patch a band-aid over it with this drug and then if that drug has side effects use this drug and on and on it goes right so it's like mm. that's where we are so the average person today who doesn't know Josiah or Jay Campbell or an Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez or people like that is screwed because they go to their doctor for advice and their doctor literally should be the last person mm -hmm. that they ask for advice about the things that you and I talk about all day because they're not taught that stuff. So again, I don't want to put my tinfoil hat on and go really deep down the rabbit you know, hole and, and get into an esoteric discussion. Well, why is big pharma doing that? But I think we both know, bro. And again, I wrote about this today. Um, medicine or sick care, as I call it, is a trillion dollar business. Mm. And it's a much better world for big pharma and the people that are behind big pharma. And I use that word people very loosely, um, mm. you know, to profit off of sickness. And that's where we're at, bro. So to live a fully optimized life, you have to, as I say in this book, you have to, in chapter one, detach from your understanding and awareness of where you start to, 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 to get better health because your doctor is the last person to go to. Now, again, I don't disparage doctors. I know a lot of great, amazing doctors, but they're not attached to sick care, right? They're cash pay. These are specialists who work with guys like me and you, dude, right? Like who do know what's up, who, who pay people like you to train them, right? Yeah. Like they do know what's up and they know that they cannot be attached to insurance subrogation which is part of the demonic influence of big pharma who just wants to give you a pill mm. pill for this pill for that pill for this pill for that. So as soon as you're ready to detach from the awareness or the understanding that like, Hey man, if I'm going to take full responsibility for my uh, personal health care, I got to detach from the sick care system. That's when you can start walking the path and start talking about the things that I talk about. Right. And you talk about, which is losing body fat, you know, optimizing your hormones, you know, improving your exercise patterning, you know, increasing movement pattern from both uh, a resistance, resistance training and obviously cardiovascular training. And then of course, also, you know, there's the mindfulness aspect, you know, you talk about going outside with your kids. There's so many things that, you know, encompass this, but as I always say, it's like, you got to start at ground one and, and, or ground zero and ground zero is like literally detaching from the mindset mm -hmm. that sick 
care is going to help you. And I'll, I'll give you another one for people to understand it much easier. When people come to me and they're saying, but Jay, I love all the things you're talking about. I read your book, but my copay, as soon as I hear that, I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, you didn't listen. You need to go back and read chapter one because this is not something. And, you know, and then people, as you know, Josiah, they'll be like, but I pay all this money into my benefits and this is what I have and my copay. Yep. But it's, dude, you're paying into those benefits in the only, for the only reason I always tell people this, in the catastrophic potentiality Yes. But you get rear-ended or your kids get rear-ended and you need to be life flighted because outside of that, dude, you ain't getting health care. Let's be Straight real up. honest. That's facts. Exactly. Yeah. So when you can separate that and then you realize, okay, well, that's my health care in the event of crisis. My real health care, which is my proactive, again, my optimization, living a fully optimized life, right? That begins with me becoming proactive and working with guys like Josiah, reading stuff like Jay Campbell, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that's when change truly happens. But it's, again, it's such a mindset, you know, and we can go deep down the rabbit hole and talk about all these little individual things. But until people actually detach from the sick care, it doesn't matter what you and I do, bro. Because I mean, how many times you know this, right? Like you hire, somebody hires you, they start working with you, and then they go to the doctor. And the doctor tells them to stop doing what you told them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they have to detach again. It's always there. That's fine. This is the backup in the event that you die. But yeah. other than that, dude, don't go there. Now, again, I know there's doctors who do work with you and they do work with me and they're different. But again, you are of a mindset that you're paying these people out of your pocket. This is not your insurance. Yeah. Those doctors are a needle in a haystack too. It's hard to find them. You know, I have clients. Unless you know Jay Campbell, yes. yes dude. Now I know Jay Campbell. So <laughs> you guys still suck. No, no dude, you're exactly <laughs> right, and you're and you're at the top of the food chain, right? Like I said, I've read your stuff. You know what you're doing. I mean, most people, as you know, online the Fitbro community, they don't know jack shit, right? Like I, I don't work with very many people. I knew when I started reading your stuff before you even worked with Alex, like I knew your shit was legit because I, I, I stalk people just like you stalked me. Yeah. I read your stuff. I, you know, I'm on, you know, on the cardio and I'm like, wow, you know, and by the way, you have a really good writing style too, because again, you're, you're dialed in energetically and you serve. Yeah. So the compassion comes out of your writing style. And again, you can, you can always see that from people if you, you know, read a lot and you see, but as you and I were talking about, right? Like very few people today even read a lot. <laughs> Bro, it's insane. So, and this is not to go off on a tangent, but I just had this thought and I, and not to knock on, this is not a, a podcast to try to destroy other people at all, but they destroy themselves. We don't need to do it, but yeah. it's amazing how, and I'm sure you're the same way you can read content from a fitness. And I, I say this loosely, fitness sure. professional and know immediately <laughs> that, that they've trained, they've trained zero people. You just know immediately you go, Oh, you're fucking full of shit. I've had people on my show who have worked their way in somehow, despite yeah. my best judgment. Yep. And I realize immediately this guy has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> and that's okay, right? It's okay because ultimately they get, they get called out from, and, and, and the spotlight gets on them and they go through it. But I, it's amazing. So I, I hate to use our, the, the, the term OG, but we really are OGs in the game yeah, because we've been around for a decade plus and we've been you know, balls deep, <laughs> literally right. you've been balls no, deep yeah. into it. Right. Yeah. Where we, yeah. we just understand not because, and this is part of what I want to talk about next, but like you just said, man, like 
a lot of guys I would ask, hey, how do you live an optimized life? And what I love about what you said, or what you didn't say really, was you said nothing about tactics. Exactly. Not a thing. It was just the, the, the belief pattern of my doctor and the medical right. field and all this shit. You have to detach was the best exactly. word. It, it starts with that because you're right, man. I've had people who I've laid out an entire game plan. This is it, man. This is the, this is the way to take your life from zero to a hundred and three weeks into it. Well, I saw my doctor and he said that, you know, doing a lot of squats is not great. And I'm like, Oh fuck, here we go. Right? Like it's, you haven't separated yourself from that belief pattern. And it exactly. starts with that. Nothing else matters until you get that, that straightened out. You're, you're, yeah. And obviously, again, you and I have been through the game. You know, the average young guy or gal, in, you know, in the fit bro fitness space game now don't have that experience. Yeah. So 100%. they're still going to go into features and benefits. And this is how I believe you should eat or train or any of that stuff. You're right. But like none of that matters until you actually have command and, you know, command and leverage over the mindset of that person. And, you know, my wife has a really, really good comment. Um, and this is for a little bit, probably older people, but you train the same people. So yeah. she always says, and I, this is so dialed, but she's like, most people do not. And you said this on our podcast, but you know, most people do not value their health until they don't have their health. Mm. Right. Yeah. So think about that, right? Like, you know, all these people, you you know, you mentioned it perfectly. You said, you know, they drive Teslas or Lambos or whatever. And they're, they treat that like it's the greatest thing ever. You know, they have it clean three times a week. They have a pro detailer, but it's like <laughs> their bodies, they treat like absolute garbage to swamp. You know, you set up dumpster mm. fire and it's like, it's exactly right. And so it's like, until those people are ready to be accountable, and dude, we both know you and I can give people programs and tell them to do this and tell them to do that. But if they're literally going to go to the doctor and say, well, this is what my trainer said, or this is what my coach said, you don't want that motherfucker as a client. Yep. 100%. Cause they don't even, they don't have the first clue. They're still literally listening to amateurs. Yeah. Their again, accountability dude, systems are totally jacked up. Well, bro, like think about this, right? Like we talked about this on your, on our podcast earlier too. Bro. Like look at our parents, bro. The baby boomer generation, this is what they say. And my doctor said. <laughs> right. Dude, when my dad, again, a brilliant man who's a multimillionaire who literally uses Kaiser to have a surgery that is a life-threatening surgery at his age of 74 years old. When you understand that, when you realize that he has access to me and I can get any surgeon, the best surgeons in the world will probably do it for their rate. Hmm. And he still chooses Kaiser. That's a mindset, bro, that you and I cannot break down. Yeah. And nor should we even attempt to break it down. Right. So it's again, they're going to be who they're going to be. And that's fine. We don't have judgment sure. of them. But yeah, that's the thing is like when you get a person who comes to you and says, Josiah, I'm, I'm, I got one foot in the grave, man. I'm going to yeah. do whatever the fuck you tell me to do. And I'm going to do it for the rest of my life. That's when you got somebody who's like on the train and yep. they're committed yep. and they're not going to deviate. But as you and I both know too, the downside of that person is it's going to be a lot harder for you to fix them because they got bad fucking habits oh, and they yeah. already do have one foot in the grave. Deep bad habits. They go very deep. Yeah. And, and psychological warfare that they have lost for many decades. You know what I mean? It's literally it's, it's right. It's, up, right. it's uphill. We're going uphill for a while. Right. And think about that. Like how many of those people, you just said it, it took them 20 fucking years. Yeah. 
to destroy themselves. And it's now they want to come to you and they're like, Josiah, what can you do for me in 90 days? You don't have a 21 day plan? (laughs) Not much, motherfucker. Not much, dude. I I, I always say, by the way, I don't coach people at all, but that's going to change with this because, I mean, dude, you should. That's something, that's something I'm going to talk. Well, that's something, something I'm going to talk to you about because, like, I really do feel a connection that there's probably ways we can help people, yeah. especially with women. But, but here's the thing. Um, I've not done it. I mean, I have, of course. And I, and by the way, I was a personal trainer at one time too. In my 20s, when I was in the corporate world, that was my moonlighting job. I literally trained mm. at Gold's Venice for about three months, and then I trained um, at Gold's Pasadena, which became World Pasadena. Mm. I'm sorry. It was Worlds and it became Golds. And there, by the way, those are still two of the only Golds corporate gyms left in America. It's crazy. Yeah. But I trained there and in and, and, and just pure luck. And again, there's no coincidences. But bro, I ended up getting really, really high level successful people because the trainers at the gym, they knew that like I was like really smart. And they were like, oh, if you want somebody to like really can talk to you, talk shop, you know, it's Jay Campbell. And I was like 26 years old at the time. Sure. So I ended up working with like some really powerful paraprofessional people. In fact, one guy I worked with was a CEO of Westco Petroleum. He sold the company for 400 million, right? And again, I was just this young kid, but I was smart. I was smart. Yeah. Yeah. And so like they liked what I would talk to them about like exercise and, you know, periodization and design and all that nonsense, but which I've forgotten now. <laughs> but, but, but realistically- It's like riding a bike. It hasn't yeah, changed. Exactly, dude. It comes back. <laughs> but, but realistically, like I've always just had a really good ability, just like you do to to like you said i've been in your shoes i can relate yeah. right and it didn't matter what it was you know and i can help you but only if you're willing to help yourself oh absolutely and so that's why dude i haven't coached you know especially as i've gotten bigger in the last four or five years because fuck if i wanted to coach who knows how much money i can make because dude i literally delete fucking 90 yeah. percent of the messages come to me but i didn't want to do it because of the energy exchange and as an energy reader and as an intuitive or an empath or whatever you want to call me, like I bring on people's energy. My heart is so big. I want to help everybody just like you. I want to serve yeah. everybody. It's exhausting at times. Oh my God. Well, debilitating. Just, you, you just exactly, but you just have to become really good at guarding yes. and protecting. And it's hard as you know, and I hate using that word, but it really is hard to do that when you want to help so many. Yes. Absolutely. You know, so, so you, so you become obviously good at it, but obviously I am going to change because there's just so many people now um, that are coming to me and they obviously want to work with my wife and stuff too. And so, you know, there's things we have to do and we're, we're attempting right now to um, kind of dial back our real estate business. Cause I'm not actively involved in it at all. I kind of manage it from a money standpoint in the background every now and then, but I'm completely out of it. But it's like, now I kind of want, my wife is an amazing real estate agent. She's one of the top, top agents in the country. She's very, very famous for what she's done. But like, I want her out too, because she could do what I do and make just as big an impact. You know, her book came out in November. It's called Cracking the Fountain of Youth Code. And it's an amazing book. It was instantly, a, you know, Amazon bestseller. It's all about women's empowerment. It's an amazing book. It's, you know, it's very spiritual. So anyway, she could do a lot of the stuff that I do, but it's a matter of like, just kind of like dialing her out mm. and getting you know, her into a mindset where she wants to do this. And so that's kind of where I see how I can also like impact and serve from a coaching slash contribution standpoint, like doing stuff with her. Cause there's a lot of people out there uh, from a couple standpoint, you know, cause you talked about getting your, your family involved in your fitness that would really be into that. Cause there's nothing like that, dude. Sure. That's no, amazing. You say that it's dude, we are like, okay, it's scary how, <laughs> Similar we are. Okay. So one of the to do's on my wife and I's list this year is to take our real estate license exam together. 
because awesome. we want to start a real estate company with her. That's and, awesome. Uh, I've never said that publicly, by the way. It's the first time, but it's, awesome. it's incredible how I can help. I yeah, can help. I know. I was like, we're flying out to Southern California, <laughs> <laughs> or no, we'll come back there, dude. Because my wife wants to go to DC anyway. So oh, it's we, awesome. we'll, we'll, dude, we're definitely gonna do shit together. Yeah, no, it's crazy. The universe is, is an amazing place. Yeah, um, it's 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 wild. So I know my audience; I, they would they would kill me if I didn't ask you a couple things, right? Because sure. you, you know, the, first of all. I can't thank you enough for, for talking about consciousness and vibrations and things because it needs to be talked about more. And yes, I think people need to really understand they have a lot of capability, right? They really, they have a lot inside of them. People think they're powerless, but they have, they have so they have much. They have everything. Yeah. They, they have yeah. the world literally at their fingertips. Yeah. Yeah. They just have to tap into that. Right. Um, yeah. But people want to know, and I talk all the time about the power of getting lean, Okay. Now, absolutely. Now absolutely. Look, I, this is not, and people laugh at me when I say, yeah, exactly. Three in the book. hundred percent. hundred percent. When I read that, I said, dude, this is fucking great that you said it because here's the thing people, and this is a defense mechanism, right? Because when someone says, oh, that guy, you know, he's just about how he looks and getting shredded and stuff. Look, it's a defense mechanism. It's fear. It's ego. It's always it's, fear. It's guarding your heart. It's all that stuff. Cause you don't, you don't, you feel like you can't get it and you don't want to look you know, stupid. You don't want to feel like you're a failure, right? Exactly. So I, I understand it. Yep. I talk about it, not from a perspective of, I mean, yeah, who doesn't want to look at you'd be lying. No, but there's not a single person on this planet who, who would say, I don't want to look attractive. That that's impossible, right? Naturally as a species, we have that inside of us, right? It's yep. a natural thing. But what I love about what you talk about is how impactful staying lean is on your health. And I want to talk about that for a second because it's massive, man. And you're one of the only guys I know, at least who's like, just like, dude, this is like what you got to do. And it's important to lean down and lose body fat, not just to look good, but because of how important it is for your health and important it is for your hormone optimization too. Uh, I mean, a hundred percent. So, um, so obviously as a student, as I've become so studious of the science of medicine and understanding like the synergies involved when you kind of, you know, harmonize all the body's biological systems, because that's really what living a fully optimized life is. When you have the ability to master your body's hormonal machinery so that everything is working in a perfect feedback loop, right? Because again, the human body, that God character was really smart, right? (laughs) And he or she or it, you know, whatever you want to call it, source energy, whatever you want to rephrase it, literally created these insane energetic constructs again because we're we're, all we are is energy and inhabiting these meat modems right but these meat modems when they're finely tuned are amazing Mm. and then you know we can do so many things you know from a sexual output standpoint from a physiological output from jumping sprinting running lifting all those things so yeah dude and and it's like when you when you understand that the leaner you are Okay. And again, this is, you know, Alex talks a lot about this. You, you go to the physics standpoint, right? Like mm-hmm. the leaner your body is, you don't have body fat le- leaning over your chat or your uh, belt. You don't have, you know, regional disposition in your upper limb or your backside or your butt or whatever. So you're lean. First off, you're low inflammation and inflammation is the root cause of all disease. Root inflammation. In fact, in fact, this goes deeper. So I believe, and again, through my readings, it's not even a belief. I, I, I'm so passionate about this. I say it's a knowing, but when you achieve a disease state, 
Okay, regardless of what it is, it could be cancer, heart disease, diabetes, on and on it goes, type three diabetes, which is obviously a neurodegenerative, which is Alzheimer's, dementia, all those things. It's because you literally lack love and trust of self. Mm -hmm. And when you do not have love and trust of self, over time, physiologically, you manifest the disease state. And again, the disease state from the physical component of matter, which is our bodies, comes from inflammation, right? And you have inflammation from everything, from the shitty food, from the alcohol, from sugar, from literally living in a toxic area where you're exposed to God knows only what, from them spraying the skies with shit above us. So inflammation causes, you know, from if you, if you want to get really biochemical and stuff and talk about ROS and obviously antioxidant, free oxy radical degradation and all that stuff, but that leads to all of the cellular gunk that creates inflammation. And when your body is inflamed, you're sick and dude, the number one source of inflammation is visceral fat. Visceral fat is the most inflammatory substance that we know. Now, obviously, maybe there's external stuff, but in the human body, visceral fat is pure inflammation. Mm. So when you're fat, you literally are sick. It's that simple. You're obese. You have massive systemic inflammation in your body. So all of that is going to eventually, if you don't clear it up and you don't work on fixing it, is it going to eventually lead to disease and ultimately your death. And obviously I would argue that an untimely death or a death that is going to rob you of probably 15 to 20 potential years that you could have had longer in this incarnation in your meat suit. So it's like when people understand it from a biochemical you know, explanation like that, and they realize that being fat is literally the harbinger of death, mm. then they will realize that being lean is the opposite of that. And again, you know, going back to just the antenna of the body, the structure, the, the chakras. When you're lean, you're not tilted over, mm. you're not leaning back. You're literally in alignment with gravity. Again, I'm assuming no. gravity is real and not made up, but you're, you're, in, you're in alignment with what is, again, to me, which is like to receive spiritual downloads, to be like you and me, to be in service, to be loving, to be high vibrational. Because again, that's another thing, right? Like quantum physics teaches us that vibration is energy and mm. energy up is being passionate and exuberant and excited and again you're, you're in service you, you want to wake up every day and you're like god damn it josiah today i'm going to help 10 more people yeah right and that's what high vibration means and it's like you know we talked about on your podcast like but jay how do i become higher vibration you teach people and you treat people with care concern kindness Everyone that you come across, you do that. You know, I used yesterday on my AMA, I said, somebody asked me very specifically, okay, I get all that. You're talking big picture, but how do you do it right now? And I said, okay, I'll tell you how I do it right now. A guy came over to my wife, to our house yesterday. Um, it, my wife just got a, a new Lexus like four months ago or five months ago or whatever. And they have this like amazing like mobile service, right? They your first mm -hmm. service, they come out to your house in a van. And it turns out that the guy um, that owns that dealership in Beverly Hills, is a very close personal friend of mine, right? It's good to be Jay Campbell, bro. And he literally, he literally, he the guy was just a you know entry level driver, you know, probably a guy that's like early mid early to mid thirties or whatever, you know, family guy or whatever. And you know, I, I walked up to him and I just said to him, "Hey, man, I just want you to know, man, I really appreciate you coming out here and doing this." He didn't know me from Adam, yeah, right. And he was like, he, he was kind of like, wow, you know, nobody's really like this with that energy. And then, you know, I went inside the house and I, you know, talked to my wife, kissed her, said, I got to go. I'm going to the office. And when I came out, I was like, hey, man, I just want you to know, like, the owner of your dealer, of, of, you, of your business is a very good friend of mine. 
and I'm going to give him really good um, words about you. I was like, what's your full name? He just looked at me like I was crazy, right? And then yeah. I gave him 40 bucks as a tip. Hmm. And then he looked at me even more like, what the fuck? You know, he was probably suspicious something was up. Right, right. And so, you know, I just shook his hand and I said, man, I really appreciate you, dude. And again, he was like, thank you, thank you. He was so happy. Hmm. And it wasn't the money. He was just so happy that somebody appreciated him. Right, because his love language could have been words of affirmation for all you know, right? I mean, it could have been dude, Exactly. Yeah. I love that. You just went right into love language. <laughs> By the way, are you, are you touch? Are you touch? No, dude, I'm words of affirmation. Oh my God. So Monica's words of affirmation. Yeah. Touch. Okay. Oh, but dude, nice. so, so literally, that, yeah, of course. Yeah. So literally as I, as, as I walked away and I got in the car, you know, I kind of looked in my rear view mirror at him and I could just see him. He sat there and he was like smiling on his face. And then he just like looked at the money and just put it in his pocket. He went about his job, but it's like, that's how you increase your vibration. Yes. The people that you don't even know, you treat them like they're your most loving person that you could ever meet in your life. And when you do that, again, repetitively and consecutively and with every person that you come into your life, it's, again, quantum physics. The universe is a mirror. Hmm. Divine reciprocity. You, you said it too. You treat others with the golden rule, how you want to be treated, and it's going to continue to come back. You're going to amplify yeah. that exact same type of treatment. And that's how you raise your vibration. And again, I know, and you know, life happens. Yeah. People cut you off in traffic, you know, shit, crazy shit happens, but it's still a choice in how you want to react. And when I was not who I am now, somebody cut me off in traffic, bro, I'm ready to pull over. <laughs> I got TRT on my nuts I'm right now. No, we're going in. Dude, even before that, we're going, I was still we're going the kind in. of guy like, I'm going to cut you off and I'm going to sure. get out of my car. And I'm going to be like, Hey man, you know, and, yeah. and this is weird. And this is like the high vibrational part of me. Even when I was an ego maniac, I, you know, I would still give them a chance to, to like apologize. And I'd be like, mm. it's cool, man. I shake their hand and be cool. But like, if you want to challenge me, like I'm going to throw you off a bridge in front of a truck. <laughs> right? right. I mean, again, I don't act that way anymore, but that's yeah. a choice that you, me, anyone watching this podcast has to make to make, to remain high vibrational. And, you know, again, you know, give Mike Cernovich some credit in his book, Gorilla Mindset. It's command of your state because life is going to fuck us up. Absolutely. Life is going to make that road rage happen or that crazy person on YouTube or whatever who attacks you viciously or says something slanderous about your wife or your kids or whatever. You still have a choice, Josiah, as you know, to act like a moron in return or just to be like, you know what, delete or just be like, oh, that's interesting. Well, you know, I hope you I hope you find peace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And most of the time though, our ego wants to cash the check and wants us to react yep. and to jump into survival programming. And it's like, no. And see your dad and my dad, they're fucking old now and they still act that way. Yeah. So do we judge them? No. We accept who they are and we recognize they're just on their own path. And we hope, again, we send them energy. We send them loving energy, light, whatever, that someday they will choose a different path and they'll be more like you and me. But again, we, you know, one of the things, one, a really good lesson that I learned recently, again, talk about the spiritual path is that as much as guys like you and I want to help people because we have huge hearts and we're all about service, what we can't do is attempt to awaken them right? Because it really is an act of spiritual violence when you know that someone is a sleeper, whatever you want to call them, a sheeple, whatever, 
and you want to like show them the better path and expose them to more things, it's not our right, dude. Right. They have to choose to want it themselves, right? It's just like our information, right? People, you and I, we put this information, this amazing podcast, your amazing podcast, we put it out to the universe. And if people choose to receive it, good on them. And yep. if they choose not to, good on them. My good friend, George Bryant puts it perfectly. He says, you have to be a lighthouse. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Never off, by the way. You have exactly. to be, once you turn exactly. it on, once you're, awa- once you're awake and you're on this path, right? You, you have yep. reached your a new level of consciousness. You're yep. vi- vibrating at a higher level. It is your moral duty and obligation to be exactly. a lighthouse at all times. But it is not your moral duty and obligation to go out and bring them to shore. They have to exactly. find their way to you. Exactly. That's how it works. Even if you did, dude, that's beautiful. I'm going to use that, by the way, now. But <laughs> even, if you, even if you did bring them to shore, what lesson would that be for them? It's like- Because they didn't choose. It's, it's what I always tell clients before they decide to jump into my program. I said, look, there is nothing, I can't snap my fingers and give you the body and the, and the health that you want overnight. And even if I could, there are two things that would happen. One, you would lose it quickly because you have no idea how you got it. And yeah. two- you wouldn't value it. So you wouldn't treat it with care because it became something that you got overnight. It's, bro, that's so, bro, that's so profound. I'll, I'll add something to that. It's the same thing with money. Oh, it's even more when with you money. You make <laughs> money, but you have no appreciation or respect for it. You're going to lose it times 10. Yeah. And as you said, what, I, what so profoundly moved me to tell, tell me what I told me, what I told my wife, Monica, what, after our pod, first podcast was over was that you just want to serve. And yeah. when you have a mindset that you just want to serve, and again, you, you know, again, it's not the whole dream board thing. If I just dream about it, it's going to be right. <laughs> Faith without you, acts is worthless. Exactly. Yeah. When you are of a mindset of service, money is a natural inevitability of the reciprocity of that current that you're putting yes. into the universe of serve and love. And again, care and concern, kindness, all those things, it's going to come back and it's going to come back a hundredfold. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dude, I've never dude, been more certain in my life. And I'm sure you feel the same way, bro. I'll be a millionaire 10 times over in my life. And it has nothing to do with the money or any kind of hack or any kind of algorithm. Right. No. I pay people to do that shit. <laughs> that, exactly. that, the, the marketing, that is not me. I'm serving my ass off yeah, every day. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. And I exactly. know I'll be successful because then more people could understand that whatever they're, whatever they can bring in terms of value, if they offer the service around that, it, that rest takes care of itself. Dude, I, I got to tell you this. I'm looking for this piece of paper that I wrote down from the other day from my, one of my spiritual mentors. We had this conversation. I was going to just show it to you. So, but cause we're so connected right now. Hold on. I think I do have it. Um, I wanted to show you. I don't know where it is, whatever, but sure. It's the reality is money. So this is how you got to look at it. Like money is a, it's energy, right? It's a current, it's a, Mm. it's a currency of energy. And so when it's used, um, you know, in, in, in the correct ways, but you also have to have a mindset. Oh, here it is. I found it. I knew I had it. Um, so like, so my issue has been, I, I was a multimillionaire in my early thirties and I wrote my first wife a huge check. You know, people that know my story know how big it was and without getting into it. And then I went down the path with my current, I mean, my ex who gave me my beautiful daughter. So I'm very thankful and blessed and grateful for that. But that was a train that went off the track. And I think somewhere, you know, and again, it ended 
you know, so, so people in your show know with me going to jail for uh, uh, multiple uh, third degree felony charges, multiple uh, first degree uh, misdemeanor, all domestic violence, all fabricated charges, all that I was acquitted of, but thirty-five, forty $40,000 later with attorneys, four years, mm -hmm. losing jobs, losing my kids, all the things that happened to me, again, all lessons, amazing lessons for me um, to learn. But um, I, I attached myself, and this is new, and I've never told anybody this, this is perfect for the show, but I attached myself to this thought that money even though I'm so good at making it was energetically at its origin evil. And again, I attached my belief to that because not only just what happened to me, but then just witnessing the world, right. In the last like three or four years and just seeing like how many, as you know, dark controlling figures of this planet, which are not of the light. Right. So it's like, I had this weird underlying emotional attachment to having money was evil. And so it's like, you know, in my spiritual thing, and again, I've never had an issue with money. I've never wanted, yes, I've been completely broke at 40. And then obviously when I was younger, I was completely broke. And my parents were absolutely poverty stricken. You know, my dad's a multimillionaire now, but we were, I had nothing. We, my brothers, my three oldest brothers, we all shared clothes. Mm. Right. So, so I've been, you know, at the top and I've been at the bottom, but I've never had a real problem making money. But dude, like I literally, so this is what we came up with. Like just, put it right here. I wanted to show you, but it literally says, um, I was repelling money. Money is evil to now. Literally, this is my mindset because again, of service, I am ready for fuck you money. And I am going to do amazing good with it. Right? Mm -hmm. So I'm attaching my mindset of like, okay, the money is going to be unlimited and I'm going to literally give it in the most amazing contributional ways possible. Um, to the world. And I, and I'm not kidding you. Like I literally changed that belief on Saturday in a, in a, a 90 minute conversation or, or she actually came, we, we usually talk via zoom like this, but she came into the office and we sat down and I feel so much different, bro. And so again, it's literally, we attach, you know, as you know, through self-talk and negative stories, these beliefs that are sure. made up. Oh yeah. Fucking made up. Absolutely. And it's not just money. So like people who are struggling with their health and they, you know, they oh, everything like, dude, right. Everything. Yeah, like, Oh, Jane, you know, he's, he's, he wrote a book called guaranteed shredded. What a meathead. Right. But it's like, <laughs> bro, that's your belief, right? That guys who are lean are this evil source of energy. Right. When in my life, the guys who are lean have been my biggest mentors, right? The best exactly, source of dude. love, right. Hair and like, totally true. Give a shit about me. Right. Totally true, man. It's amazing, but it's all our belief system. And money, dude, same way. I grew up broke as shit. You know, my military family, one income, six kids. Yep. Yeah, yep. you're fucked, right? <laughs> Not me. Exactly. I, I wore one pair of jeans for 12 months. So, <laughs> and that's cool, right? Like, that's awesome. But did your other brothers wear the same pair? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hand-me-downs left and right. My brother still wears my shirts. He doesn't even dude, know. <laughs> dude, I am not kidding you, dude. True story. This is so great. Like my brother, Sean and I, we were literally just reminiscing about this about a week ago. He's a very successful guy now in his life. But literally, bro, we had a system where on Thursdays and Tuesdays, he would wear what I wore on Mondays <laughs> and Wednesdays. I'm not kidding you. That's, That's how amazing. fucking poor we wore. Yeah. And, and, and the thing that gave me perspective on that, well, number one, I, I suffered from a scarcity mindset most of my life. Of course. Up until very recently. And even, it still Bro, tries that to was creep drilled in into you. And by the way, yeah. you know that also is transfer, transgenerational. Oh, absolutely. So your dad's dad gave that to him and then he gave it to you. And we were born with that in our DNA. Oh, my mom's dad was a multimillionaire many times over. 
And uh, you would think by meeting him that he's got five bucks to his name because yeah, exactly. he's so tight. And with my mom, you know, and he just, oh, you're not getting anything. Well, that's getting exactly anything. my dad right now. He wouldn't even know what to do. And by the way, no contribution. It's all about. And that's, and that's the biggest Hold part. I don't give a shit about, about getting things. I, I'm like, dude, we could have experienced helping people in so many ways, right? Know, but but yeah. you know what? It's, you're right. Once you have attached this, when I, when I have the fuck you money, here, I'm going to do so much good. Exactly, it's amazing. Exactly. It's amazing. Exactly. Dude, right. And that's how, you, that's how you manifest it because that's, that's changing the current. Yeah. So the current was like, you know, and this is what she said to me, which is mind-blowing. She's like, Jay you literally have is as successful as you are as well as you've done and i have an amazing life i have no complaints i travel the world i have no wants my kids have no wants but she's like as as, as, as great as your life has been you created a level of that's where you're going to be because you said money is evil mm. and so i only need this much and so she's like why don't you change your entire belief structure and i was like dude honestly it was so profound josiah last saturday i mean i haven't told anybody this other than monica and of course her the woman that i speak with but i feel totally different and i'm it, i mean again it's only been like six days but it's yeah. like i feel so different energetically at the thought of certain things that would literally in the past was like oh no you know again and it is scarcity it is lack and it is limitation you know and we do have those attachments from our parents and from our dna again it's transgenerational but it's like as soon as you drop that story you know, and again, I'll give it to you. You know, it's like the story of like, oh, you know, my wife was like, oh, well, I want to do this, right? And I'm like, yeah, but we've spent so much blah, blah, blah in the past, you know, and then you just shut it down. But it's like, what if you said, you know what? Who cares? Of course, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. More is going to come. Now, again, I'm not saying that to somebody who's just starting out who's 21. It doesn't have a lot of money yeah. in the bank, right? So it's, it's, sure. it's a different level, but, but it really is a story that you've now attached an energy to, mm. almost a pain energy. And until you recognize that again, you know, self-reflection, you, you're never going to fix it. And a lot of times it does need to be shown to you from somebody outside who can really be the neutral observer and say, Hey, well, look, this is what I see. And honestly, it was, dude, it was so cathartic, so profound for me on Saturday to have that. And again, I, I literally carry this thing around with me now. I'm burning this in. It's already in my calendar. You know, again, I'm ready for fuck you money and I'm going to do amazing good with it. Mm. And again, I don't want for anything. Yeah. But that's like, okay, so now energetically, I'm going to allow all of this amazing stuff to come into my life and I am going to do so much good with it. I mean, shit, dude, I'll fucking give it away if it means, if it makes sense. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I know my happiness level won't change past a certain point of money anyway. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's many studies on that. You already know. Yeah, like, you know that. And truthfully, as a guy who had it at one time, it was preoccupation with maintaining it and yeah. preserving it and yeah. maximizing it and growing it. You become it's, a slave to it. Dude. Yeah. Remember P. Diddy? Mo money, mo problem. Oh, dude, I know. And it's you talk about that guy's that guy's wide awake too. His vibration level's insane. And he's talking about how money, more money, more problems. You're like, wait a second. He's talking about losing friends, getting killed, and like because of money. Like you're like, wait, this isn't dude. The truth, <laughs> the truth really is, and again, I'll give Mike credit, is when do you as a being decide that you have enough? Yeah. And when you know what your enough is, then it goes back to all the amazing things you said in the first podcast, which is live your life in joy. 
Yeah. Because that's sure. really what we all want. If we're honest from a soul level, we want to live life in joy, not happiness. You said yeah. something profound. You joy. said happiness comes and goes. Happiness is not a, happiness, happiness is, is not a, um, an existence. It's a choice. Yeah. It's like you can be happy with no money or with a lot of money, but joy, it's that energy of joy. That's what we want to be in. That's the vibration we want to be in. Dude. So, so amazing. I feel like, so we're going to have to get you back on the show uh, to talk about a lot of other things. We haven't even, we haven't even scratched the surface, man. I always ask two things. Uh, everybody who comes on, I'm writing a book right now on motivation. Uh, it's called motivation sucks. Um, but it's all about how motivation really shouldn't be the, the driving force behind what we do, or we should be around for it. I want to ask you, how do you, how do you approach the topic of motivation? How do you think about motivation is, and, and how do you get motivated? That's a great question. I don't think anyone's ever asked me that. So that's a tough question for me to answer because I am honestly, naturally high vibration, high energy, mm. always been like inherently jumped out of bed early in the morning. Dude, I was like literally one of those kids I could never sleep in. You know, my daughter, my 12 year old daughter, she's like insanely intelligent, insanely talented. I didn't tell you this. She's in cheerleading, right? I'm going to Vegas mm. this year. I mean, this weekend, driving, as soon as this podcast's over, I get in the car, take her and my other younger daughter. She's competing with high school seniors, bro. She's like Mary Lou Retton. She's <laughs> flipping all across the room. But, but dude, she'll sleep all day. Hmm. She'll literally sleep all day. She is so naturally talented, but at the same time, she has zero motivation. Hmm. So to answer that question, you have to find what brings you joy and then knowing, and again, not easy, you're gonna have to do some self-discovery, but what then brings you joy is what you should base your life around achieving, whether it's, again, serving other people. And a lot of people, dude, you know this, right? And my wife's one of these people, like, some people are so simplistic. And again, not a, I'm not denigrating them, but they just wanna be a good mom. Mm. Or they just wanna be a good parent. And you know, I don't want people to get lost in this understanding, but like, it's not just about being a good parent, being a good mom. You also have to have respect and love of trust of self, right? Cause you, as you know, you can't love anyone until you love yourself. Truth. But, 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 but the reality is, is that it can be very simplistic to create motivation or to be motivated, but it has to be something that you genuinely love and are inspired and feel that sense of joy that feel that sense of passion and purpose when you're doing it. And then that is what, again, you know, you could talk about your map, your map should be based on creating things that bring you joy. Mm. And that, and that's, and that's what's going to create natural motivation. Now, again, some people like myself, I'm very blessed are just intrinsically motivated. Like again, and I, and I, and I think it's like our soul. I think that, and again, this is just my opinion, but I've done a lot of work on this. I, I feel like some of us, and you're definitely one of these bros, one of these guys, um, We've been around a long time, dude. Mm. We've been through many earth lives. We've made a lot of you know, poor choices, mistakes, however you want to label them. And now our soul is like at a, a level of just like expansion. Like how can we help? How can we serve? How can we contribute? And so it's like when you're at that level of a, as a soul, dude, you're just like, man, mm. I'm ready. Yeah. You know, put me, I, again, I always say this, this is one of my prayers. I always say just position me in the way, and again, I always have my hand on my heart, but just position me in the way that suits you best or that suits mm -hmm. humanity best or whatever. I have a bunch of different ways to say it, but that's, that's that. what motivation is, man. I love that, dude. My, my second question, and by the way, thank you so much for the realism there. Cause 
you know, it, it's, it's good to hear someone say, I'm, I'm, I have natural high amounts of intrinsic motivation. I feel like, and I, and I don't want anybody to get discouraged thinking, well, I don't have that. It can be created. You can create it. Absolutely. Everyone does have it. Let me just say something yeah. on that. Very important. And again, this is, again, not a belief. It's a knowing. And again, I've done a lot of inner work. We're all on the same path. Mm. We're all walking back to perfection. We were created perfect. And for whatever happened, you know, there's a million interpretations. You know, our DNA, our latent DNA, it's not junk DNA. That's literally what makes us spiritual beings was detuned, turned off, whatever. But it's coming back on in this new earth energy. So if you do the inner work, you tend the garden. You know, you meditate, you contemplate, you pray, whatever it is that you do, go outside in nature. By the way, being in nature in total silence, mm. listening to the sounds of nature, that is God. That is the energetic frequency of creation. But, but the bottom line, if you're lost right now, that's the best thing you can do. Go out into the wilderness and get lost and do not have any contact with humanity for three hours and you will literally get answers. But, but, but back to that, it's, it, it's just, it's a knowing that you are perfect as you are and you can love yourself and it doesn't matter what other people think of you whether you see yourself as fat or you know lacking or limited or whatever stop kill that story and recognize that you're perfect as you are and if you want to improve for whatever it is that you're in your life make choices that allow you to improve again with technology is a double-edged sword right we know it's bad it's enslaving but it's also this amazing tool that we have at our, our disposal to get information from people like you and me and millions of other people who can help you on the path. I mean, dude, think about this. Mm. 70 years ago, you were probably very limited in access to resources and information. Sure. There was no information superhighway. You had to go to a library, you know, use a Dewey Decimal System, a card catalog. If you were lucky to have a library in your town, I mean, a lot of people didn't have anyone sure. other than maybe one mentor. But today you have the universe. And the universe is always abundant if you access it. So no matter what, you are walking that path, again, back to perfection. You just may be at a different stage. So it's like when you say like, oh, well, he has that natural energy. I don't. You do. You just haven't tapped into that stream yet. Mm, I love that, dude. Where, so what are you most excited about as we head into this year? And, and how can people connect with you? For man, I am, dude, I've never been happier. And meeting people like you just like channels my energy, dude. Like I'm going to literally be driving to Vegas in the next hour thinking about how me and you are going to work together. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm excited. It's crazy, bro. I'll tell you something just because just this is a, a podcast that is about truth, right? I mean, we just bring the, the truth. And I'll tell you what, man, it's crazy how there are. So I don't want people to get it twisted. It's not all it's not all fun and rainbows out there. There's a lot of forces that try to deter you from oh, oh, yeah. important things. And I'll tell you what, one of the best lessons that I've learned over the past couple of years has been, it's changed my life. And it just changed my life today with this, because leading up to our show, I had a lot of resistance. Okay. And this is just something I feel in the, in the, in the, in the sure. energy. And, it, and here's what I used to do. I used to go, ah, something feels off. I feel like there's resistance here. I should back off. Right. But what I've trained myself to do is when I feel that I know it's the force trying to prevent me from reaching that next level exactly and i run exactly. towards it and i say you know what awesome. fuck that i'm going and i'm i'm excited to tackle this and boy am i so happy we connected because <laughs> it's yeah, always no, exactly my, my biggest breakthroughs my best networking my best connections my best yeah. uh, experiences always come right after that feeling of resistance yeah that's and, totally and true i wish more people would feel like 
and, and I'll tell you what, it's a, something as simple as that feeling of dread before you go to the gym. Dude, from the greatest breakdowns come the greatest breakthroughs. And I yep. always use this statement, and this is 100% true. It's, again, quantum physics. From entropy comes creation. Mm. You cannot build until you burn. Yeah. You cannot start anything anew until you blow up what was before it. So when you realize that blowing shit up is actually good mm. and you embrace it and you just, again, two words, acceptance and allowance. Mm. When you accept and you allow everything that goes on around you or possibly happens to you and you're okay with it, again, you're the neutral observer and you're not labeling it. And I'll leave you with this and then I'll say how people can connect with me. Best thing I ever learned about the universe was this, that the universe does not label things as good or bad. The universe only provides what is focused upon. Mm. So why are you going to ever focus on negative things or trivialities that mean nothing to where you're at right now, standing at what I call the zero point, right? Cause you know this, right? Like mm. the past is meaningless. Tomorrow hasn't happened. The only thing that means anything is right now. So what are you going to do in the zero point, that now moment to manifest a better reality for yourself? And we both know quantum physics proves that through our actions, through our thoughts, and through our words, we create our reality. So don't speak negatively. Mm -hmm. Don't judge other people. Don't be a victim. Be a sovereign, empowered, high vibration, conscious being and, and behave that way as much as you can. And yes, you're going to have deviation. There's going to be bad days. There's going to be days where you get pissed off. You have a bad day. Somebody says something, whatever. Just recognize that you're okay. You're human. And that you want to get back into that, that stream of energy of contribution or service and that you're a loving, concerned, kind being. And again, that's what I do, dude. You know, and again, I wasn't this guy all the time, bro. When I was 40 sure. and I was at rock bottom, and I was a mad person. You talk to my wife. I was mad. It's so funny when you said David Duotta. Dude, I read all those books, Mankind yeah. Search for Meaning, Victor Frankl. All those things led me to be where I'm at right here today talking to you, bro. I love it, man. That's what makes it so powerful is it comes from a place of real experience, right? I mean, this isn't someone who read a book and said, oh, you know, it's like the guys who get shredded once and they go, oh, well. I'm a Jedi master of fitness. And you go, right. you have yeah. no idea, brother. You, exactly you are right. at the base of a Mount Everest. You have no clue. But how can people connect with you, man? I, so yeah, so it's a good question. And I'm glad you asked me because I just changed everything. My social media agency is changing everything. So now I'm literally J Campbell 333. And if you don't know what 333 is, I'd say Google it. It's very, very cool. But like uh, basically it just, I'm now essentially on the wings of angels, my guides. Um, and I look to them, you know, um, to guide me, you know, and I'm very, very devotional to that idea. And again, I don't want people to think that I've gone crazy religious because again, as you know, religion and spirituality are two totally different things. But my understanding and my awareness now is that I have to do my best. And I've been given unbelievable gifts with my intellect and my drive and my desire and my, my knowings to help people get to here. And again, I'm not to physically help them, but to push that out, be the lighthouse, as you said, you know, be the beacon of high vibrational energy and hopefully enough of us or enough people like me and you will start to see this and we can change. Cause bro, as you know, you know, that the statement is be the change you want to see. But the reality is when we get enough people vibrating, when you and I are vibrating, dude, the world changes. Absolutely. 
it, the matrix will shut down. That's how the best way to say it. You know, people know what the matrix is now, but it will shut down and all this negativity and the negative control structures will just erode. They'll just evaporate. Mm. It's that simple, but you know, not enough of us there yet right now, but I do think it's coming. And again, you know, that's why I say think positively, act with love, concern, care, compassion, kindness, peace, forgiveness. You know, that's huge too. forgive your enemies, forgive people that have, you know, done things to you in your mind or whatever. There's no reason for any of that stuff. I love it, man. And by the time the show comes out, your new podcast will be rocking and rolling. Yeah. You, you, this will be your, my, I'm, I'm, I'm going to send a message to my team today. I'm going to push you up in the, in the thing, but yeah. So the Jay Campbell podcast literally officially launches the last week of January. So Beautiful. by the time your show, this show, me and you show up, um, it'll probably be in March. And so the new website, so my website right now is totrevolution.com. It's been there a long time, but it's moving to jccampbell.com. So definitely by the time the show comes up, those things should be rocking and rolling. Bro. Thank you so much for, spending your time, man. I know it's valuable and I, I know my audience will get a lot out of this just by the fact that they'll be able to connect with you now. So it's amazing, man. Yeah. And by the way, just so you know, I, I forgot to mention this. Um, I'm very, very giving. Um, whenever I do a podcast, you know, it's a blessing. I'm, I'm privileged to be here. Send an email to my team, contact at totrevolution.com and they will send you both the testosterone optimization therapy Bible and my fasting book, which is the blowtorch diet, absolutely free as a PDF. Oh, so just send the email, we'll send it out. Dude, that is awesome. Please take advantage of that if you're listening. I have both books, but it's, it's an invaluable resource. It's one that you want to not just like collect dust. It's a, it's a great resource to actually read. <laughs> Do that thing called read. Don't just yeah, get it. There's like, pictures though too. No. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm, I'm excited to, to connect with you uh, as we go on here, man. Um, we're going to do some, some work together. For sure. Uh, and uh, I'm selfishly going to use you as a resource for a couple different things, but it's, it's amazing, man. I know this is going to be a great year. Yeah. For both of us, man. I appreciate you, dude. Thank you so much. Like I always love, love, brother. Love and light, brother. Yep. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the True Transformation Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the show. True Transformation.